You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, it's a special episode because all things are off on the table. Uh, the NBA is. is dropped, and uh, for yeah. the for the first time in in seventy seven episodes, we'll be able to talk about everything New World. Uh, so I'm excited, man! I'm excited for this episode. We've been waiting a long time for this one. Uh, but before we get into it, guys, uh, you guys should go check out New World Fans. Uh, New World Fans is our website, obviously. Me, Bordy, and Taken. Uh, and, and we have been doing a ton of work over there. I know Taken has been working in the back end nonstop uh, for you guys. And, and we've had such a uh, well-received community uh, welcome uh, this, you know, since the beta started. And we just want to thank you guys for that, uh, for your continued support over there on the website. And just to, if you haven't checked it out already, you should. Uh, there's a lot of new world content there for you guys to consume because, you know, the beta is only going to last until August 2nd. And then you want things to look up and you want to theorycraft builds and all that for launch. And, and that website over there will have everything you need. Uh, so go check that out. And then also, guys, for our podcasting audience, because, uh, you know, uh, you're also uh, you continue to grow. Uh, you don't forget to leave us a five star rating in Apple and, and any of the podcasting platforms. It really does help us with uh, searchability. This week, we, we were able to. Uh, become the the top searched podcast in the new world phrase, which was hard for us to do because forever, like new world ended up being some random, like, you know, news podcast, but, but now it's us. So uh, it's because of you guys and your continued support. So thank you for that. And, and if you'd be so kind to leave us a five-star rating, we'd really, really appreciate it. Supporting. Yeah, absolutely. Here yep. we go, dude. Uh, first, before we get into it, uh, let's talk about Battle for New World. Uh, we have we've seen it in action now. Uh, it, it is the basically the way that uh, Amazon or, or let's see the New World Studio uh, has chosen to to uh, uh, present or you know promote New World as a game in beta. And, and I am happy to say that it is has been extremely successful, Bordy. Uh, so first off, let's give your thoughts on uh, you know the event and how it's going so far. Yeah, so I think we talked about this just a little bit in the last episode or or at some point we've talked about it before, but I think that it's so far it's gone about as good as anybody could hope in terms of marketing uh, for the game. It's been incredible, man. The streamers have been on board. The event, I think, has been a lot of fun. It seems like the streamers that are involved in that event are really, really vested in trying to win the event, which is really cool. It's fun to see all the trash talk on Twitter. I think so far the event has been fantastic, man. And then they had some Twitch integration with the uh, with the extension that, that those guys had. And that was a pretty cool, fun little mini game that the viewers of the, those streams could watch and, and uh, participate in. And then uh, the drops that they've been given with the golden armor skin. I think so far the launch of the beta has been fantastic. And I hope they do something similar and maybe step it up a notch for launch in August. But so far, man, I man, I couldn't be happier with the way they've handled that. It's been excellent, dude. If they can step it up a notch uh, from this, I'd be pretty impressed. Uh, yeah. dude, it's been literally like we, we had talked about this for a long time because of, you know, Amazon's relationship with Twitch, uh, and everything we thought like, you know, new world has a real opportunity to, to succeed in this category with, uh, uh, you know, advertisement and marketing. And, and, and if you have been or followed video games in the past five years, you know, the power of Twitch and how, how literally it can make million dollar games, uh, you know, just yeah. with the the amount of coverage that it receives uh, from different streamers. And, and dude, it's been crazy. It's been cool to watch uh, the competing factions, obviously. And, uh, you know, just the overall support for the game. I think uh, from what I've seen, they hit 200,000 concurrent players yeah, at one I was, point. I was about to bring that up. Yeah, that's insane for a beta, bro. It's it, crazy. It's unreal. And and even Tim the Tapman had said, like, you know, he never plays betas like this. And, and dude, he's grinding hard. Uh and uh, yeah. I've been enjoying his streams. Uh, I'm a big fan of his in general, but watching him and have 50 people with uh, VoIP on following him around, uh, you know, calling him Tim the Taxman uh, is pretty, uh, pretty funny, man. <laughs> I've been enjoying it a lot. 
Yeah, those dreams have been quite hilarious for sure. He's not even involved in the battle for New World. Right, his exactly. Have been, yeah. yeah, but they've been they've been so fun to watch, man. I've, I've definitely enjoyed watching him play. And then uh, watching all of the other streamers for Battle for New World has been a, a very, very much an enjoyable experience, man. It's it's so I, I think the beta do it in terms of, of marketing and advertising and hype around the game. I don't know what much what more you could ask for. And and I think it, what about performance, Red? Let's talk about that for a second, because that's a sure. big deal too, I think. And I think that that the perform on the performance side of things, for me anyway, I haven't had many issues. I've had a few people pop in and out of streams saying that they've had a few little issues here and there. But for the most part, I think everyone has had a very smooth experience with the exception of the 3090s blowing up, which I'm not real sure that's New World's fault or a default in the manufacturer. I don't know how, yeah. I don't know enough about it to really speak on that intelligently. So I kind of stay away from that topic. I know it's been an issue. Whatever the issue, I hope that either uh, the manufacturer get it, gets it fixed or New World fix it before launch. But uh, New World did release a statement saying that they didn't think it was on their end. So other than that, though, which I guess is a pretty big deal, I think the performance wise, it's been really, really good too. There has been some server issues with the servers going down and there's been queues, but the queues are a good thing because that means a lot of people are playing. The servers being down is to be expected during a beta and they'll get that worked out for launch. But man, I, I haven't had any problems really getting on and playing other than the server downtime. I think overall it's been... It's been pretty smooth, man. It's been uh, actually pretty impressive, I'd say. Yeah, uh, impressive for a beta without a doubt. I yeah. think like obviously some servers... Uh, have some issues, uh, you know, maybe the ones that are more streamer heavy have had more issues because of the sheer amount of people in a consolidated uh, area. Uh, but but yeah, overall, I think, you know, obviously this is what a beta is for is to work out the the kinks. Uh, you know, it seems like most of the kinks are involved with like, you know, um, some minor bugs or, or potential server issues. But, you know, that's uh, uh, it's good to see that these issues have came uh, up to the surface so that they can fix them for launch. Uh, but yeah, I, I really on our server, we're on Thule, uh, NA East, and we haven't had a, a ton of issues. We obviously the the downtime uh, on a daily basis, but pretty minor, I would say like three hours yeah. or whatever, just to kind of get things worked out, which is what you would expect in a testing phase of a game. But but yeah, dude, it, it's been great, man. The I, I've watched uh, Danny, our, our our buddy Danny from from, uh, you know, a guest on the podcast and, and obviously uh, New World Wednesdays. Uh, dude, I watched him do like open world, like 100 v 100 or something stupid. It was like insane how many people were. Uh, maybe it was 50 v 50, but it was in the open world. And dude, the servers didn't miss many ticks there, man. It was pretty impressive to see him at work. Uh, and it was a lot of fun to watch. And 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 that's pretty impressive, man, to get 100 people in, in a in a game as beautiful as New World in a consolidated area like that and not have many problems, like especially like not dropping underneath like a 40, 50 frame rate is pretty crazy, man. So yeah, uh, overall, I think this beta has been a pretty decent success for them. Yeah, I'd say so. For sure. It was a lot of fun. I did catch some of that fight too that I think you're referencing and it was a lot of fun to watch for sure. And that is pretty impressive to have that many people in the same zone. Like you said, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, it, it is, and 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 again, I, I really, uh, you know, we've been covering this game for for over a year now, and and I really couldn't have uh, thought up or or uh, envisioned a better uh, experience than they put forth, and and the sheer amount of interest in players that that the the Battle for New World, uh, you know, campaign and just the beta in general has brought is is extremely encouraging, man. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's get to our main topic here. And this is kind of, we just, uh, I thought this would be cool to do on an episode, Bordy. So we're just going to basically do our review of New World uh, so far uh, up until this point. And obviously this is for the beta, uh, and, but you know, I think we've been kind of uh, anxious to be able to talk about all the facets of the game openly for quite some time. So I figured this would be a great time uh, to do that. Uh, so, Bordy, why don't we start with the visual and and uh, the setting or the setting of a turn like the aesthetics of the game? Uh, and I'll let you go first. Uh, how do you what do you how do you rate? We don't have to put numbers on it if you don't want to, but just like overall, what is your your take on the the visual uh, <laughs> the visuals of New World? 
Well, I don't think it's any any secret from people that have that have listened to our show for a long time about how much I like the visuals of New World and the and the sound effects and everything that comes along with it. Just the environment in general, I think, is spot on. I love the environment in New World. It's one of the things that makes it a little bit unique from other MMOs out there because the environment is so good, and so are the sound effects uh, and the, the just the visual. Everything about it, I think, is good, except for there are some kind of clunky animations. Um, I will I will agree with with some of the skeptics there. There are some clunky animations whenever you're running and some other other animations that don't look quite right sometimes but those are easily overlooked in my opinion whenever you just take it as a whole and i think overall just the environment the, the visuals bar none some of the best i've seen in an mmo i love the i love just the aesthetics of new world uh, it's it's dope man yeah i i've been i've had a chance to do uh you know some uh record some footage for our, our uh youtube videos and everything like that and dude, the the world of Eternum is beautiful. Uh, it really it is. is a work of art, and and kudos to the the visual team and, and the graphics team. Uh, you know the run the game runs pretty well uh, for you know being as stunning or as visually stunning as it is uh, right now. And, and you know, dude, the setting of Eternum and and the and the uh, you know setting it in the colonial period and and uh, obviously like you know the choice of weapons that you get I think the New World team has kind of mentioned that uh, uh, several times like you know the reason that they put it here uh, you know in this uh, setting and dude the the idea that you know we potentially have like a an MMO that has a like Diablo or Dark Souls vibe to it as far as like. Uh, you know, setting and, 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 uh, you know, um, overall like aesthetics really, really excites me. And I really hope that in the future, dude, they continue to lean into that, man. I really want to see some dark twisted things coming from, from new world and Eternum because I think it's there, man, the, the corrupted are already like kind of like that, you know, with their like bandaged, like decaying faces and everything like that. So I really hope they lean into that. Uh, the visuals and the aesthetics of new world are, are really, uh, you know, second to none at this, at this rate. I think, I, I, yeah. I think they're pretty spot on, uh, as far as like what you would expect from a high end, uh, MMO. Yeah, I would agree. And it's fun to see all the people that are experiencing it kind of for the first time echoing those sentiments. It's something we've been saying for a very long time on this show. And, it, and, it's, and, and it's fun to see that uh, the masses kind of agree. Uh, it's, it looks really good. Yes. All right. So the next category, and this is my favorite one to talk about, I think, out of all of them, uh, is uh, sounds. Uh, and, and then we'll throw into this category voice acting because they've recently added that to all the quests. So, dude, <clears throat> the sounds of Eternum, Bordy, take it away with with your uh, overall thoughts on that. Yeah, so I mentioned that just a little bit uh, ago, very briefly. But, dude, the sounds are on a whole different level from any MMO that's out there right now. And I think that it's really, really fun to see people just blown away by these because it's something that we've known for a long time, but we haven't really been able to go too in-depth about because everything's been under NDA. But during our time in the Alpha, we talked about that constantly, man, and it's still something that gets brought up in our Discord all the time and just between conversations uh, that we have. The sounds are... I don't know how they recorded these or, or what they're so good, man. Whenever you go out and you're mining some ore and you just get that incredibly loud pop and the echo, and then you have different sound effects to your helmet on, there's different sound effects. When you go into a cave, it's very echoey. It's kind of muffled. And there's every, from everything, every sound effect in the game, man, is really, really, uh, it's just next level. It's, it's amazing, man. It's so good, dude. I can, I can just rave about that. That's one of my, and I, I think I'm with you there too. It's one of my favorite things really about the game it's it's really really good and you can just really get immersed in in eternum it's it's cool man yeah dude the i always like go back to this but the the sound it makes when you hear trees like falling down outside yeah. of the settlement yeah when the you're creaking in there. sound yeah and, yeah and uh like you know if you're in like going running through an area with like ore or mining like hearing that pickaxe hit that that it just Dude, it's so uh, you know involving. It makes you feel part of the world and in the world. And 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 I'm with you, dude. However they recorded these and however they implemented them within the game, it's like top tier, like ten out of ten as far as sound yeah. goes in an MMO or maybe like any video game that I've ever played. Honestly, because yeah. like it's really really good, and and that can't be overstated. <laughs> I, I don't think. Yeah, they are good. 
So yeah, and and obviously very. Uh, I've appreciated a lot the voice acting in the game. Someone pointed out in one of the streams I was watching that that uh, one of the faction uh, leaders for the Marauder was the same voice actor as Torbjorn in in Overwatch. Uh, so uh, obviously they they went to professional voice acting with a lot of these uh these voiceovers and and dude it adds a lot of immersion uh to the quest line and the story for sure. Yeah, I'm glad they went that direction. We talked about that a lot in the past too that they didn't have all of them voiced all the quests voiced over or whatever. And in 2021, I think you kind of need that now for a new MMO yeah. for a AAA MMO coming out. And I'm glad that they went that route. I I think they might have a little bit of a little bit of of, of work to do still in that area, but the voices are good. I'm glad they went in that direction. I think there are other MMOs out there that do it slightly better right now, ESO being one of them. I think ESO do their that but that's their niche though, right? Yeah. That's what they yeah. do that's that's what their whole game basically revolves around is kind of lore and and whatever they have that really hardcore fan base for that i think new world is going to be what's going to draw people into new world i don't think necessarily is going to be the voice acting for the quest it's going to be the environment the combat all of those other things that we that we're going to talk about uh, as well here in a minute but but i overall i think it's good it's solid i mean I, I like the voice acting i'm glad they did that it's much better than reading it it does kind of help immerse you into the game a little bit and overall i think it's, it's solid man it's not bad yeah for sure all right so speaking of combat dude let's hop right in here uh dude ha let's talk about the combat in new world it, it, I, to me in my opinion it's never been done before this level of action as far as you know uh, you know obviously bdo is probably uh, one of the competitors as far as like uniqueness of combat in an MMO. I think a lot of or most of the majority of MMOs are are a tab targeted rotation, uh, you know, yeah. heavy rotation based combat that that requires you to, you know, do your spells within a certain window within a certain rotation to maximize efficiency and damage. But New World and, and here's one of the strengths uh, of the combat, I think it's really one of the first games I think I've ever really like focused around like light attacks and heavy attacks your basic attacks are a large part of the combat in new world which is impressive for, for them to pull off so what do you think about the combat uh in new world I love it, man. And I know I'm just sitting here singing the praises of New World. I've only had some very small critiques so far, but I think it's warranted, man. The combat, in my opinion, this is just my opinion, man, because I love this style of combat. I like action-based combat so much more than just face rolling my hands over the keyboard and running through rotations to try to get maximum DPS or whatever. I love the skill-based combat. I love the dodging. I love the blocking. I love everything about it, man, is really, really fun, in my opinion. I have had some people come into to, to chat saying, oh, they felt like combat was sluggish they felt like it wasn't that great and but they're coming from mmos like world of warcraft or or like guild wars these mmos that that do have like these these heavy rotation based uh combat systems or tab target systems and that's not what new world is and it does take a little while to get used to it because i, I can see how it would feel a little bit sluggish a little bit slower paced but it is so good once you get the hang of it and you learn the combat it is bar none the best combat i've ever played in an mmo hands down but again I prefer action style combat well over the just the uh, rotations and and whatever like like most MMOs yeah. have. Man, I I like it. I, I've also seen criticisms about them only having three abilities per weapon or whatever. And I hope I really hope they don't end up at changing that to to add even a fourth ability. I think three is the perfect number because you want to utilize your heavy attacks. You want to utilize your blocking, your light attacks, and weave those in, and your dodging and all that. Once you start adding a whole bunch of abilities, then it becomes like every other MMO. You're just you're just rolling through your abilities, rolling through your rotation. You're not utilizing everything at your disposal that a, that a true action combat should have. So I. I think they're in the sweet sweet spot right now, man. Two weapons. I think they've yeah. done a really good job addressing all of the staggers and all the issues they had from the preview event. The combat feels really good now. It feels like most of the weapons are fairly balanced at the moment. Uh, there are some some really S tier weapons out there, but that's always going to be the case. But I think overall, dude, I I have enjoyed the heck out of it during the beta man it's been fantastic in my opinion yeah and obviously it is preference based obviously you know not everybody's going to agree on the style of combat i do like the three ability uh two weapon system just because it does force you to really think about light and heavy attacks how you're going to spread out your cooldowns to make it you know the most efficient way uh to you know uh pve or pvp and, and you know it makes you think about using those cooldowns because Really, you know, it, it, the cooldown timers are pretty lengthy on most of the abilities, so you really do have to 
uh, you know, again, weave light and heavy attacks, blocking, dodging, and I think it's intentional that way because it really does feel yeah. like a lot of people uh, come into chat and say it, it does remind them of like a Witcher or something like that. That sort of combat style that allows you, you know, for uh, you know, punishable, uh, you know, open windows of of, of uh, attack and uh, windows where you really do need to be defensive to be efficient. Otherwise, you're going to get stunned or staggered or whatever. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, I think that, you know, again, the combat can obviously always improve. But but right now, as far as a beta goes, I, I think it's in a very, very good place, Bordy. Uh, it's 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 on a high level for sure. Yeah, so can we talk about some of our combat experiences we've had during the beta run? Yeah, sure, we, sure, Bordy, take it away, brother. Go, go second, ahead, bro? yeah. Like, I want to I wanna just talk about real quick the some of these the experiences we've had that have been just so incredibly fun. Red, you and I were playing together, grouped up with some of our other company members. Was it last night, the night before? I don't remember. But we went over to First Light. We took that fort, and we hung around there for a little while, and then we just kind of, kind of lingered around until it started drawing attention, and gradually it started drawing a ton of attention and it got a little bit overwhelming because we only had five people there but but <laughs> yeah. dude the the tactics I think we ended of up the getting combat, six at one point but yeah i think I, yeah yeah, yeah. We, we were heavily outnumbered there for a while we held our own for a very long time until they started sending basically their entire faction down there but what was awesome man is the tactics we used for combat a few times out there in the jungle out there by that fort and first light we went completely prone man and we ambushed them and were able to take them out we had them spread out they were spread out looking for us they didn't know where we were we went prone we were able to pick them off almost one by one and kind of took down a lot of people when we were outnumbered it was so dope dude those types of tactics in the game are next level in my opinion like what other mmo i'm sure there's something out there that you can do something similar but it was so cool to see we were all just just laid out all prone all all six of us five of us however many there were and then and then we popped up and just ambushed them it was so fun man that that was uh some incredible some incredible moments in the open world in new world and those are the types of things that just have happened over and over and over again during the beta since we've been playing and it's been it's been incredible man it's so fun yeah and i don't i don't feel like they're they're extremely spread out you know i think like right. you have that opportunity to every time you go out flagged uh in new world to experience something of that nature where you know you can yeah. get into a good scuffle with a you know a 5v5 or a 2v2 or a 1v1 or even like i was saying before like a 50v50 in the open world uh just you know whether it's over a fort or or you know just uh you know happen to run into each other doing pvp quests it's it's, it's really uh you know again something that now with the sheer amount of players that each server has uh, the flagging system seems to be uh, in an okay place like people enough yeah. people are flagging for it and and you almost always run into some sort of combat out there in the open world so uh yep. really uh you know that is uh, i'm glad you brought that up because it, it was a blast man it's something i'll remember forever uh you yeah. know <laughs> uh that that uh encounter that experience in the game uh yeah so, it was so much fun so Bordy, here's the next topic uh that we have here listed is uh, the systems in New World, and, and more specifically, uh, the crafting and gathering systems. So, Bordy, this is something that I think is at the heart of New World. It started as a as a survival game. Obviously, we know that that crafting is a, is a major part of uh, crafting and gathering. Both are, are a major part of those games. And, and so, as a transition to uh, you know to a theme park MMO, I think a lot of people feared that they would lose that soul that it had. Uh, of a survival, uh, you know, type of game. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, I know we have neither one of us have probably spent a ton of time gathering and crafting during the beta. We've been pretty busy, uh, taking care of other things, but, but we have, you know, in the past had, uh, had a chance to, to experience these systems. What do you think overall, uh, about gathering and crafting, uh, in new world? I feel like they're in a really good spot, man. I feel like they're both in a really good spot. I think that gathering a new world is an incredibly fun activity and, and it's, and it's, it's weird to say that because usually gathering in games get very mundane, very boring, but because of the things we talked about before, like the great sound effects they have, and it's just so satisfying to go like chop down a tree or mine an ore node or whatever. It's just, it's a lot of fun to go do those things. And they've implemented a lot of, a lot of different types of drops and so many, so many uh, resources you can go gather while you're out there exploring the open world. It's just a really fun kind of activity, activity to do to gather. And then it's very rewarding when you take that back and craft the crafting system, I feel like is in a pretty good spot too. It's pretty, 
pretty in depth. There's lots to do. There's kind of a lot to it. I think it's going to satisfy or scratch that itch for the people who just want to craft in the MMO. I, I, and there's a lot of those people out there. We have a bunch of them in our company, which is great. But I, I think I think it's spot on, man. I don't know. There's probably a few little things here and there. I haven't done a ton of crafting, so I'm sure there's some things here and there that people aren't enjoying or whatever. But I think overall the system is really, really good. Again, you know, I, I'm praising it, but I I like it. Like, you know, I'm not going to say it's terrible when I like it. I think it's really good. Now, one of the things they do need to fix, man, and this is kind of along the same lines as. I guess, crafting and gathering, but it's, it's the redundancy of going out and doing the same things over and over and over and over again with your faction missions and your town port board projects. It kind of gets yeah. a little bit redundant as fun as going out and crafting is and gathering is those town projects do get a little bit redundant. They do get boring. And we've seen that getting exploited too, with some of the very big streamers and them leveling <laughs> yeah. up and whatever. I think they've kind of addressed that. Not sure what they're going to do in that area yet. I think they've addressed I mean, it, but the other things you do in that circumstance, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard yeah. to balance the game or like you've, You've mentioned this yeah. in the past. It's gonna be hard to balance the game around, like you know, maybe like yeah, that's, twenty people. It's you just yeah. can't do that. Point zero 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 one percent of the player yeah. base. Who who else is gonna just be able to stand at at the uh, town board and have literally hundreds of people give them resources to level them up quickly? Not very many people in the game are gonna have that happen to them. So although it sucks because they're highly exposed and they're getting you know uh, fifty thousand views on on Twitch, fifty thousand concurrent views on Twitch is like. How can you, I don't know how you completely stop that, but, but other than the redundancy and those things, that's probably my biggest critique still about the game right now is that, is that even, and I know we're not going down the critique path, but I guess I, I kind of wandered down there on this topic a little bit, but, yeah, sure. but the fact, the faction missions is still very redundant, man. We picked those up a bunch and they were kind of the same things over and over and over. So I think in order to satisfy the people that like to PVE and do the questing and those types of things, I think the PVE faction missions are okay because the reason you run those isn't, isn't for the quest itself. The reason you run those is to undermine the territory and go out and get in PVP. The PVE faction missions, they're going to have to have a little bit more uh, diversity there. I think um, along with the town project missions, I don't know what they'll do or how you can, how you can diversify them, but, Hopefully something because they do they do definitely get a little bit redundant after you do them over and over and over. It's probably probably my my biggest critique, I think, at this point. Yeah, one of the challenging things, and I do like that they make an effort at it, is to allow those people that like to gather and craft a way to gain experience and, and yeah. riches. And obviously that you have the the trading posts and everything that they can kind of play. Uh, which I know, uh, you know, uh, just from our experience with our company, a ton of people are doing, they're loving that. They're loving the opportunity to kind of, you know, hit the market hot with, you know, certain items and, and go farming those uh, rare sought after things. But, you know, I, I think two of the things that they need to, to uh, you know, maintain attention on or just continue to adjust and tweak are, like you said, some of the PVE factions or the mission, the, the board mission factions, just making sure that those are, are according to, you know, their effort, uh, as far as you know how to complete them and and, and uh, the rewards for those and, and I think you know and and I'm not a ton of people are at in game right now but I think it's a very important thing for them to continue to uh, maintain or, or adjust in the future is making sure that cat crafting is one of the most viable ways to get high end in game armor and 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 yeah. and weapons and and consumables and all that stuff at in game because I think at, at at New World's core they mean to do that they mean to have crafting is a very viable thing at end game as far as getting like, you know, the, the best gear in the game. And so that will yeah. continue to need continued attention as they're put out more content as well. But, but I think at, at its base level gathering, obviously we've mentioned the sounds of gathering. I think it feels pretty good. Uh, you know, you go out into different zones, have different types of, uh, you know, uh, resources available, uh, that you have to go to a particular zone to get, uh, I think that's a really cool, it kind of makes all the other zones viable, even at in-game, because you do have to go down there for, you know, particular items to get them to craft them or sell them on the marketplace or, or what have you. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I think it, this is one of the systems that I don't, I, I probably have the least amount of experience with. Uh, but I, I do think, uh, overall it's in a pretty decent place. I, maybe not on the level like of, of combat and the sound of New World, but I, I do think that they put a lot of effort into designing both of those systems. So. Yeah, I think they're I think they're top notch. I think they can rival any other MMO on the market right now in terms of crafting systems, in my opinion. I think they're really good. Yeah. All right. So so here's the next one, and 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 there's some probably a little bit more uh, you know critique to be had in in this uh, particular um, 
category, and that is activities. So activities in the game. Uh, and and uh, we'll we'll cover end game. It's actually our next topic, so we'll try not to touch on that too much. But as far as like leveling goes, uh, how do you feel like the level of of activities? Or you know, most people would probably say uh, rides because you know it is edging on the on the uh, verge of a theme park MMO. Uh, how do you feel about the activities or the variety of rides uh, in New World in its current state? Um, I, you know, that's a tough question because that is probably one of the other critiques, I guess, is that, you know, you have, you have all these, you have, there's a lot to do right now. There's a lot to do in the game. And I think that people are really enjoying it. And there's a lot, there's enough to keep me busy for sure. I just worry about, you know, maybe a little bit down the road, how much we need kind of early game before like Amrine, I think is is in a fine spot. It's a level 25 uh, expedition. I think that's a fine time to start expeditions. You can really run that whenever you're level 20, if you wanted to with a, with a, with a group. Um, But, but the PVP on the PVP side of things, you can't really do those activities like outpost rush, for example, until you're level 60, you can participate in a siege, which is fine, but those are timed and, and, and you may not always be able to participate in one, uh, the open world PVP. There's a lot of that going on for sure. It's a lot of fun. You have the fort fights, but like the actual, like kind of rides you're going for the theme park. All you have is outpost rush sitting out there for PVP. So maybe at some point they'll add some sort of uh, way to jump into some, to some lower level BGs or something that would be really cool. Um, but as far as that goes, I think it's okay. Other than like we mentioned before, the quest, the quests and the, the, the variety of them. And then another, another really weird thing I think is the way that the main storyline progresses, right? Like yeah. this has been kind of a, a kind of a qualm of mine for, for a long time. And I don't know that's going to change, but you, you go all the way down to the hermit and then you literally just go all over the map doing this quest. There's really no <laughs> progression. There's no like linear progression feel to it. You really honestly feel like you just, you go turn it in and then you have to run forever to go do the next part of the quest. And then you come back and it's kind of cool. Cause it does send you to places in a tournament that maybe you haven't been, or maybe you wouldn't go, but I, I wish it was almost just a little bit more like uh a little bit more sequence to make a little bit more sense as to when you went where uh it's a little odd that you just you kind of just i don't know just feel it feels a little bit too scattered to me yeah uh, but other than that i think the activities are okay like i said i've had i haven't had any lack of of interest of, of things to do there's plenty to do you can start crafting and gathering right out of the gate that'll keep you busy for a long time you can you know flag up for pvp very early on and that'll keep you busy for a while uh there's lots of quests you can do um going and taking over a territory which is something we were able to do during the beta red the revenant took over cutlass keys which has been awesome and we've had our entire company down there just working on those town projects and those activities and holding that uh that area, which is a really cool thing to do. That's been a ton of fun um, to try to work together on that. And I haven't been around as much as I would like to doing those things with the company, but uh, we've been kind of sidetracked doing other things. But it's really, really cool to walk into Cutlass Keys and just see tons of Revenant members down there. And I think that's really... At the end of the day, that's the draw to New World, right? Is territory control. You go down there, you feel ownership in that place. And uh, I see you with the with the role right there with the Revenant banner up, dude. Uh, for those listeners, our Revenant <laughs> banner is 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 rolling in the background on YouTube. Yeah. It, it looks great. Um, but yeah, those are. I think overall, I think for launch, whenever we launch it in August thirty first, or whenever they launch it on August thirty first, we're able to play it again. I, I think that. I think that it'll be okay with the, with the activities they have in place now. I think it's fine for a launch product at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's, the, that's one of the important factors I think to, to consider right now is, is, you know, the game, it's, it'll be one day old as soon as it launches. And that's yeah. how much content it will have is one day's yep. worth of content. And, and, you know, it, 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 we do get caught up oftentimes as MMO fans, especially because we're so eager for the next big thing to kind of, take our time away and make us no life and neck beard a, a particular video game it is dude this game is brand new you know it, it yeah. would be pretty impressive for a mmo to, to release with 15 years of content on day one like it's just not gonna happen uh but 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 one of the things i will say and, and this is to your point uh is I, I do think that they can there are some minor adjustments that they can do with the current content that they have to make lower levels feel better uh, there, there are some big gaps in the main story quest line. You're kind of like, what do I do? The first one's like really at the very beginning of the game. You have to get to level 12 before you can progress mm-hmm. the main storyline. And it's like, well, I guess I do faction missions or whatever. And th- and that's fine. But uh, again, you're, you kind of start the uh, right, the game right off on the jump of the, of these repetitive uh, quests. 
uh, you know, that maybe, you know, obviously they're viable and, and, and they can get you faction tokens and, and obviously get you that first set of gear, uh, in the game uh, from your faction vendor. But, uh, you know, it is something, uh, to look into maybe like making outpost rush, like available at level 10 or something. And, and then you just have like lower level, uh, versions of outpost rush, kind of like ESO does with their arena system. They basically have yeah. like a below 50, um, category. And then maybe there's some sort of like, uh, you know, a way to kind of, uh, you know, balance people more effectively. Obviously, the more abilities you have and the more passives you have unlocked, it's going to be hard to balance that. But it'll give some people something to do that enjoy PvP, uh, maybe another viable way to level uh, in that aspect. Uh, you know, open world PvP, you do get some experience from. I mean, you had, uh, I mean, we gained quite a bit of experience that uh, Friday night when we did all that that PvP because, you know, uh, it was very active. We just kept killing people and, and getting so killed. Fun. And yeah. yeah, it was a ton of fun. But, uh, you know, I think that, you know, they can definitely do some things that are pretty easy. To, I think I say easy. I'm not a developer. Taken's probably going to uh, smite me later. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is like, you know what I mean? Like there are some things in game that they could adjust a little bit to, to add more flavor or variety to leveling. But overall, I think it, it's pretty good. They, they tried to make it quicker. They added that fast travel point uh, by... Uh, the hermit, the guy that you know, yeah. kind of feeds you the main quest line, but you gotta like exploit to make that viable. Like I would always like finish my quest and then kill myself uh, in some manner. Right now they have it available in the menus. Like you just click respawn and then you respawn and never fall and then quick travel down there. But the thing is, I don't. I would hope that's not gonna be available at launch, right? Like you don't want a respawn yeah. button in a live game. I don't think. I think that's uh, that's historically been a problem for New World because people were doing that with PVE quests all the time. Like you, you just like finish your PVE faction quest, kill yourself, spawn back, turn a hand them in. And then, and then you kill yourself again. Then you spawn at your camp. That's by all the PVP repeatable quests. Do those kill yourself, spawn back at town. Like that's not the, you don't want that gameplay loop to be like your most efficient way to level in the game. I, you know, I, I would hope that they're going to look at that a little bit, but but uh, yeah. yeah, overall for like a launch game, I, I think the level of content, uh, as far as my experience goes, uh, for the leveling uh, process is, is pretty decent, I think. Uh, and obviously, I think as they add content to the game, uh, that'll get better and better. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think it is important for us to remember that it is a launched product for an MMO and it takes a long, long time for these systems to get refined and for them to add a whole bunch of content to be on the level of like an ESO or a WoW or something like that. Those games have been out for so long, man. And they've been refined over years. Final Fantasy 14, all these big MMOs. And I think that on launch, New World is going to be in a pretty good place with the amount of content they have and and the and the way that things are scaling and whatever. I think it's I think it's pretty good. And I bet they I bet they change a lot of stuff from beta until launch in terms of pacing of leveling and all of those things. I bet that gets looked at heavily between now and then, and I bet a lot of that stuff gets changed. Yeah, for sure. You know, and there's two approaches. Final Fantasy XIV still has the same relative le leveling system. You want to play the main story quest line. Uh, so you basically go back, and, and when you start a new character, you do, uh, at least when you're new to the game, you do all the old quests. You know, you just do the entire storyline because they don't want to change the storyline. And then there's other games like WoW that have reworked their their new player experience like 30 times already. You know, they put yeah. you on an island that's isolated, that's not even really, you know, uh, it's like, you know, new with that particular faction. You don't ever go back and, and touch that old content. So, and New World's got a different uh, uh, type of problem because they need to keep all of these uh, early game zones viable uh, because yeah. why are other people or why are other factions going to really want to control them if there is no reason to be there? Yeah, exactly. All right. So the last topic that we have uh, on this episode, uh, and and I think it's a, a good one uh, because it is a, a topic that we're going to be talking a lot about come launch time, uh, is Endgame. Now, this is such an important uh, aspect of any MMO because a lot of players uh, feel like, you know, that's when the ga the real game starts. Obviously, you know, you want to have a good leveling experience, reasons to grind, reasons to improve or, or advance your character's progression. Uh, but once you get to the end game uh, and, and you, you know, want to talk about like concurrent players and people that sp log into your game every day, you really do need a, a, a very uh, good end game. So, uh, you know, we have not hit this uh, in beta, obviously. I don't think there's very many people outside of like Josh OG and some of those streamers that have been grinding those uh, storyboard quests. <laughs> I have got there, but 
overall, uh, you know, what are your thoughts on Endgame and, and particularly, you know, what New World could do to uh, in the next like, you know, month or two after launch to kind of add to the game to make that a more, uh, uh, I guess, uh, fulfilling um, experience? Yeah, so I think they'll have to add some stuff uh, pretty quickly after launch because I do think a lot of people on launch are just going to absolutely know life the game and get there. I think the vast majority of people, it's going to take them a while to get there, but I do think there's going to be a select group of people that do. And that's always the hard part, right? That's always the balancing act of an MMO is how to appease everyone, how to appease the people, the really hardcore people that are out there just playing uh, all the time and just have the time to invest, uh, you know, 20 hours a day or whatever into playing new world. And then the other people out here, kind of your more casual players or your semi hardcore players are only able to play three or four hours a day, but they play every day type of thing. It's hard to, it's really, really hard to appease all those crowds, but I think you have to go for whatever is going to please the majority. And I feel like they have enough in-game content in the game right now. That's going to, that's going to fulfill that. That's going to fill that gap. I do think that they'll have to add some new in-game content as time goes on because right now you have you have sieges that'll keep people busy for a good while though because that is the game at its core you have two in-game expeditions right now which is pretty good i think for a launch product i think that's okay and i think we'll be able to expect more of those uh fairly quickly after launch would be my guess right and then you have uh uh, outpost rush which is going to be a replayable pvp event that you're going to be able to do all the time at level 60 so i think that's that's fine then you have invasions which are another in-game event so there are a lot of in-game things to do but as you as you do all of those things for so long it is going to get boring so as long as they can keep a cadence of pumping out more content just like any mmo should you know whatever their cadence is to satisfy their player base they'll be fine i think on launch they have i think they have plenty to satisfy people on in-game at launch there may be people like josh og who who levels up and credit like in a week he's he's level 60 and then he's running through all the in-game content and then maybe he gets bored of the game or whatever but your vast, the vast majority of players are not going to do that. The vast majority of players probably won't even hit level 60 before they release new content because they said they want to have a pretty fast cadence after launch release new content. So I think on launch, it'll be good, man. I think they have plenty of in-game content for launch. Yeah. So it's interesting, Bordy, uh, that, um, <clears throat> you know, like you said that, and we've kind of talked about this a lot, uh, in certain aspects of the game, but it's hard to balance the game around people that can literally, you know, spend 18 hours a day playing the game, you know? Yeah. But do, do you want to though? That's the, that's, well, the that's what I mean. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to center all of your systems in place for that sort of player, because yeah. then your casual players, which is probably like generally at least 90% of your player base never reach, uh, the level of the game that you're you know you're kind of always hyping up which is the end game you know you're yeah premier, then they get frustrated your premiere yeah. activities and then yeah they, they just get frustrated black desert's an interesting game in that aspect because you really never hit max level and i know yeah. some people do not like that uh, about that game is the fact that they never feel like they can quit or you know they always feel like they have to be grinding and 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 and, and there is a lot to be said about like once you, that feeling uh, in an mmo once you hit max level uh, getting there and that, you know, feeling like, okay, now I can really start to like, you know, refine my build of my character, or now I can really start getting, you know, making a lot of money and crafting and gathering because I, you know, I have, uh, you know, I can have access to the highest level of, of a particular, uh, resource or, or crafting, um, um, recipes in the game. Uh, you know, the end game is very, very important, uh, you know, just in, in general. And, and, you know, they, they do have these, you know, the, like you said, the sieges, uh, that is a system that uh, kind of fulfills that uh, that norm for I think most MMO cycles, which is the raid and log cycle, or uh, the you know that phase in the game where most people like that you know you have that in-game experience that you log in to do with your guild or company, and then you log off. Like eventually, most MMOs get to that point uh, because you know you've done everything you need to do or what have you. And then you just have this cycle where now I'm going to log into new world, like once or twice a week to defend my territory, uh, you know, make sure everything's good. And then, and then wait for the new content to come. I think most of them most fall into that. And they do have systems like sieging, uh, and, and like invasions like that, that will at least uh, keep 
some of those people, those hardcore people that do get to end game and kind of run out of things to do, a reason to keep logging back in until new content comes. But but for for the most part, I think, uh, you know, for now, I think for the most of the people that play New World, there's going to be enough things to do before that, that next new content drops, which I really do believe. Uh, after you know, listening to the developer, the developer team, and and, and watching them uh, put out content in a certain cadence throughout the alpha uh, period, I think that it's going to be in the next two to three uh, months after launch. Uh, so that, yeah. you know, like you said, I think a lot of people will not a lot of people, but some people will struggle to get max level before then, and then most people will have been max level for maybe a month or so. But but you know, getting in the rhythm of, of, of uh, you know, maybe leveling all their gathering or crafting or, or potentially leveling every weapon that's in the game. Or, you know, there'll be other things for them to do um, at that phase. So I do think in-game is something that that obviously can always be worked upon. But as far as like a launch product, I think it's in a, a decent uh, place again right now. But one of the things I will say, Bordy, and this is from my background, I guess, uh, of, of an MMO player. I mean, you are a little bit different in this aspect because, you know, um, you have played a ton of survival games and everything. I played a lot of like in-game uh, raiding experiences or, you know, uh, that sort of thing. And I really do hope and think that they potentially need to get some sort of premier PVE raiding experience or raid-like experience in the game uh, within the first like three to six months after launch. They really need to have a, an in-game zone with uh, some sort of like, uh, you know, eight man or 12 man, uh, group experience for rating with, you know, very challenging content and rewarding content. Uh, I really hope that they can get something like that added to the game because I do as a theme park MMO boardy, I do think that they need that experience, uh, eventually within new world. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm not a fan of huge, of huge 40 man raids, as I'm sure you guys know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, I hate them actually, but an eight to 10 man raid, I do think is something that they are going to need for sure. I hope they don't go the 40, 50 man raid route. I, I, man, I hope not. I don't enjoy that type of content, but, but <laughs> I do agree, man. I do agree that, that because it now is kind of more of a theme park MMO and they're, they've done a pretty good job on these expeditions so far, making them really good. And there's a couple of the expeditions that are, that are really, really fun. Uh, some of them are decent. Some of them are better than the others, but there's a couple that are, that's really, really good. And I think if they keep iterating upon that and then add a raid or something like that, that'll definitely help. And it'll, it'll suffice for those really hardcore PVE players that I think they're trying to draw into the game right now too. Um, and then maybe they'll have a pretty good mix between PVP, PVE, that's something they've tried to do since the get-go and and uh, yeah i think they add that they'll be in a good spot but I, I agree man i think that that's something that that will be needed for sure yeah and i i secretly want uh some sort of like small group um arena system like a 2v2 or 3v3 or or maybe even like a 3v3 v3 or a 4v4 v4 you know, uh, sort of PVP experience. And that's kind of like out of greed mostly because I do like tend to, uh, that's where I sink a lot of my time in and the MMOs that I play a lot at in game is just repeating that, you know, logging in, playing a couple hours of arena and then being able to log out without like a ton of time commitment. I I do like that system. And uh, I yep. hope they can eventually add something like that as well. But overall, I think, you know, without post rush and, and siege and open world PVP, I think they have a ton of content for PVP players already. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree though. I'm a big fan of small scale too. So hopefully one day we'll get it, but maybe right now is not the time because that might take away from some of the other PVE content who knows, but I do hope at some point we get something like that too. That'd be dope. Yes, for sure. All right, man. Well, it's been a pleasure, dude. This has been an episode I've been looking forward to for well, over a year now, uh, getting yeah. to talk openly <laughs> about the game with you uh, without uh, kind of uh, uh, pulling punches. Uh, but overall, guys, I, and I think it echoes with the amount of attention and success that the game has had in, in just a beta phase. New World's in a very good place uh, for launch, and and I'm extremely excited uh, to be part of this community and, and to be able to look forward to August 31st, Bordy. Uh, almost just, you know, just a month away uh, for the game to officially launch. No more wipes. And then I can uh, no life the game and, and, and level up yep. literally every everything that I can and, and make my house super dope and, and beat you in the uh, housing competition bet that That's we already have. That's never going to happen. I mean, it's probably... That is never going to happen. It's probably actually just going to happen, man. I mean... I've already gotten a lot uh, of votes my direction for that housing competition. That, it doesn't matter how many people vote for you, uh, dude. It, 
it's, uh, it's execution. They already know. And, they, uh, but they already know. They know that I'm going to win if they have any uh, okay. recollection of the of our history with uh, design and and taste. So, Bordy, uh, here oh, we go. Dude. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Bordy, why don't you tell people about uh, the company of the week? Yeah, man. So we have the armchair militia this week, man. The region is NA. Their server right now for beta is the Sudin server in a East. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. I might be butchering that name, but you guys get the picture. The faction is syndicate language. English focuses PVX size 51 plus. They are currently recruiting. So it says they are a grouped. They are a group dedicated to helping new players regardless of faction. So they're a non-toxic group that wants to make sure that they're standing up for smaller clans and players uh, just trying to enjoy the game. So it sounds like they're just wanting to help everyone, man, which is dope. Our origin starts competitive. Uh, I don't know what that word is. Uh, Mils- Milsim group from a squad with 200 plus members and a thousand plus Discord users. Yo, dude, sounds like they have a pretty good sized community over yeah. there. So if you want to join a pretty awesome uh, awesome company, it sounds like, go check out the Armchair Militia. Looks like that's going to be a good group to be a part of. They're all about helping new players. Doesn't matter who they are. They're just all about helping people enjoy the game, which is the type of communities I think you want in an MMO. That helps yeah. uh, kind of enhance the new player experience. You want a very welcoming community without a lot of toxicity going on. That definitely helps uh, bring people to the game. So go check them out, man. Armchair Militia. Over there on newworldfans.com. We'll link all that information uh, everywhere this podcast can be found. Yes, and we appreciate them, uh, you know, posting their uh, advertisement for their company over there at New World Fans. Again, guys, thank you so much for your support over there. We, we've had tons of uh, extremely positive feedback uh, from the website. And it makes our day because uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, us three, we put a ton of, of blood, sweat, and tears into the website. Uh, and, and we just... You guys have no idea how rewarding it is to have people enjoy that and to get value out of that. Uh, so thank you to the Armchair Militia for for supporting us by creating their, you know, their company uh, advertisement over there. And and thank you to all you guys uh, for being part of that community. We really appreciate it, uh, guys. Thank you so much again. Uh, episode seventy seven, Bordy. Uh, yep. it, it, crazy, dude. Uh, we're gonna hit one hundred. This, you know uh soon and and it just it feels insane to be here dude but it's more insane that the game is actually going to be um live in less or about a month right now uh dude it's uh i i don't have any words for it man very thankful (laughs) uh feel very blessed with all the you know the support that we've gotten over the the beta and uh you know you know uh, thank you to our patrons who continue to support us uh, and our content um, at that level. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. Thank you to everybody in chat, everybody on YouTube. Uh, and and again, guys, if you wouldn't mind leaving a five-star rating on Apple, it really helps us uh, in searchability and help people find us over there. So do that. Share us with your friends. And uh, thank you guys again for listening. And we'll see you on another episode of New World to Go.